need to know uh, how how we're gonna do this tonight. Uh, am I am I calling you uh, Tierney, or or would you like to be another name before we begin? It depends on what you're. Oh, we we gonna it's it's there's no there's no uh, yeah there's no I may I may mask names and such, but I'm I'm gonna get deep. Like I want I want to get to you. So of course I'm gonna uh, you know it's it's gonna be uh, in depth, but I can scramble the voice. I can call you. Uh, you know. Klondike bar, if you'd like, whatever, whatever you, whatever you want. When you say in depth, you mean to the point where somebody might know it's me based off what I. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know how well many people know you. Yes, yes, I mean they know it's you, um, but they, I, I don't know how to answer that one because we can make it. We can make it two two ways. I, I I'm not going to use any names and bring anybody else into your situation, but you're going to know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, that that makes. What's that? All right. And so we begin. Are, are you are you sipping tonight at all? I'm doing the car. You doing? You're in the car. You couldn't just say if you want to get home and get comfortable or anything like that. Well, I didn't know where I would be, but I'm like down the street from my house. You know, I had to pick my friend up from the airport. Ah, yes, yes, I know very well. That's why I sent you the initial text message. I didn't think tonight would be possible because your friend that you were picking up. Yes, I, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't think. Okay. All right. Well, you're not sipping anything, and this is sipping slow with Joe, so now I'm offended. Now I almost want to cut, cut it off. Well, I will Okay. All right. Well, I don't want to waste any material. See, I got I got this whole thing laid out. You you should have texted me this. See, God, I didn't have any... <sighs> I... Why are you blinking your lights at me? Are my lights on? Um, I have taken an edible. Does that count? Uh, yeah. No. That's not no. a sip. Well. <laughs> what do you What do you even have in the house to sip right now? What is? Um, I have vodka. I have wine. I have. Can can you can you share with us your your perfect mixture? Sh- share with us that that truly mixture that you talk about. What what is that? What's in that? Um. So essentially, you're supposed to use a white cloth, but I've been using truly. Um. And you pour some Tito's vodka in it. And then just put a little bit of crystal light, just to mask the taste of the vodka, and you have yourself some juice. Tastes just like juice. It sounds absolutely horrific. I just. It's. It tasted alright. Hello. Yes. Oh, I figured it out. Okay. I know. 
this is good. This is good. Um, this is Sippin' Slow with Joe. For those that didn't know from the uh, kind of suspicious beginning to the podcast with somebody in the car, but I'm, I'm going to leave that in in hopes that you can really get into the person on the other end of the phone right now in Tyranny you. And I have Did a question. I, I can. I'm not. I didn't say your last name. I said you. No. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I'm not doing that. But I do want to know, as somebody that grew up uh, with with a name that came on television. You know, I'm not afraid to say mine. Everybody knows I'm Joe Gillian. But um, during during school. We there was a uh, a show called Gilligan's Island, so you know it would come on right before the morning announcements. It was hard to get away from here on Gilligan's Island, and that became my name because it was so close to uh, uh, Gilligan. They just started calling me Gilligan anyway. So I, you have a rather uncommon name. So I I just want to know: Did you get any hazing in in elementary school, middle school space? Did you get any? Of course. My of course. name essentially is pronounced the same as tyranny, like a tyrant. So I got yeah. called that a lot. Um, people mess up my name all the time. Most common name I get is Tiffany. So, yeah. yeah. It's not even close. No, but you'd be surprised. People are rude. They don't even try to pronounce it, just sound it out. My last name's spelled exactly how it's spelled like unthink right so don't know right right i i I definitely heard over uh the walkie that somebody called somebody anus the other day oh no yeah yeah they definitely said anus the other day um that's good (laughs) (laughs) love that (laughs) more disrespect but but to, to his credit, he did not respond. So I thought that was like, you know, good. You know, you need to set some boundaries. Boundaries whenever possible. You, you get you get a drink yet? Am I? Yeah, I have some wine. You're going to have some wine. What kind of wine? Um, I think it's, it's Stella Rosa. Okay. Okay. I, I saw an interesting um, little... I follow this guy called the Tipsy Bartender or something like that. And, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he uh, posted something the other day that I want to try. It was like two ounces of uh, Tito's, the vodka. And then, okay. he, then he poured in Brut Champagne. Uh, Ew, I don't like Brut Champagne. Yeah, I don't either. But he, before he, I'm sorry, before he poured in the Brut, he poured in cranberry cocktail juice, right? just for a little bit of color, right? You don't want to pull it, pour in too much because you don't want it to get too dark. So it's important to keep it light. So he poured in, you know, another two ounces of maybe uh, cranberry cocktail, but then he filled, the, filled it up with brewed champagne, right? And that's usually a no-no for me because I, I think all champagne tastes like farts. Um, mm. But then he, put, <laughs> then he separated some craisins out and throws the craisins in it. And it's like this weird science experiment because the champagne keeps the craisins going from the bottom of the glass to the top of the glass. And then they go down and then they go back to the bottom of the glass and they go back to the top. It's so cool looking. I, I definitely want to try it. Definitely 
it probably tastes like crap, but it looked cool enough as a science project. So I, I, I am. It sounds disgusting. So. It, <laughs> but doesn't that sound cool? Like you want to see the the no. craisins go up and down and up. It looks like a lava lamp. That's exactly what he called it, a lava lamp. Nah, I'm good on that. Wow. But truly in Tito's is better? Yeah, it is. With crystal light, you can't forget the crystal light because it's key, essential, the liquid crystal light because if you use powder, I don't really like the powder. The cold mm. like water doesn't really like break it up too well. So mm. the liquid, and you can get different flavor liquids so can make it taste like anything all right all right well now now it's a deeper time into you now i need to know uh first of all where were you born i was born in leesville louisiana fort polk fort polk and how long did you stay in fort polk mm, maybe till i was nine months old nine months oh so you don't remember yeah. any of that uh no. and and why were you down there like why were you there my dad did 26 years in the army okay so an army brat so from fort polk where are we headed to um we went to georgia and then uh i lived in germany for three years then I went to Washington State. I lived there for a while before going to Texas, um, El Paso, and then I went to back to Atlanta. And then from Atlanta, we went back to Washington State. And then from there, I lived in Hawaii for four years. Then I moved back to Georgia, where I finished high school and went to college. And then I moved to Maryland. Okay, so going back to, I want to go back to grade school real quick. Where, where did you do elementary school at? How many different schools <laughs> would you say? Um, I don't even know. There was a lot. At least maybe 10 different elementary schools. Wow. So, so from first grade is what? You're six years old. From the time you're six years old, till you're 12 or 13 you're saying 10 different schools yeah because sometimes like i was like if we lived on base um sometimes we moved off base so that would be like another school that i'd have to like switch to so that happened a couple times and then i was in public school for a little bit and then when i moved to georgia um, my mom put me in private schools. Like I went to two different schools when I was in elementary when I lived in Atlanta. Wow. And see, and, and so my, my biggest boohoo moment is, is when I uh, had to leave uh, Kettering Elementary in, in the second grade and move to uh, Tulip Grove, which was, you know, 20, 30 minutes away uh, in third grade. So cry me a river, Joe. Uh, for, for moving one school to the other when uh, Tierney has gone to 10 schools in six, six, six grade levels. Um, so, so tell me about like the ability to make friends in that environment. Like what's, is that even possible? Did you have childhood memories of like, oh my yeah, best friend? Yeah, I had, I had one friend growing up who I communicated with. It's, um, 
I met Lindsay in Texas. No, I can't remember in Washington or in Texas, but we were kind of lost touch with each other. And then she actually just popped back up on Facebook and she actually lives in Georgetown. So that was my childhood best. But, Other than that, like, it was just, it's different making friends. Like, you don't really get attachments to people because you don't know them for very Right. The only people I talked to, when I lived in Hawaii, I have two best friends, um, Tara and Shakila, who I still talk to, and I visit when I can so those are probably like my only friends that I've maintained through high school really okay all right all right so so in that like you never like you said you never bother to establish real connection like real solid friendships just because you're moving um I, I yeah. Know, yeah so so then we we get to I'm, I'm gonna skip junior high just for the sake of it and then say did you attend high school all four years in the same high school? No, I did my first, my freshman year. It was um, at Lelahua in Hawaii. And then I moved to Georgia and I went to South Paulding. Okay. So, so how was, how was that split? Was that ninth and 10th and then 11th and 12th? No, ninth. And then I did 10 through 12th in Georgia. Okay. So in, so in Georgia, you would say, like, then you did establish those relationships or those friendships? No? Um, no, I don't talk to anybody I went to high school with in Georgia. No one what? really liked me that much. So uh, tell me what you were like in high school then. Like, uh, do you, were you in any clubs? Uh, did you? Um. When I was in Hawaii, I cheered, um, I did competition cheer sideline and I did band, which I hated. And then when I moved to Georgia, um, I did basketball for a little bit, um, but then I did all-star cheering in 12th grade year and I also ran track. Okay, go back to band real quick. What, what instrument did you play in the band? I played the flute. Yikes. And why did you hate it? Um, I just didn't enjoy it. I wasn't passionate about it. And when my parents found out that I was really good, they kept making me go to it. So it just made me not want to do it. So you, so I was in like honor band and I went to band camp and stuff like that. Like I was first chair. Wait, that was really good. You, you, you went to band camp? Is it really like yeah. it is in American Pie? Is it, it was it really like that? Was Absolutely it, not. No, it wasn't freaky. They didn't get any, no, no, none of that. Okay, I, I, no. I don't. So I, so I played the piano for for eight to ten years or something like that. Uh, but I, ne you know, you can't do that. Well, that's you know, cool. You can't do that in a marching band though. So I always wondered about it. We used to have a, uh, what's what's that guy called that that like brings out the marching band? Like he's like the high energy. It could be a woman, the too. The drum major? The drum major, right. So it, so in our high school, we had this drum major, and, you know, I'm going to get myself in trouble because 
we're friends and he's going to hear it. And oh, anyway, every time he would come out, uh, before, before he would come out, uh, he would throw up <laughs> every single time, every single time they knew that he was throwing up. Like he was so nervous, but then he would come out. Like you never knew, you never knew that you had to be behind there to see him. Like kind of interesting. <laughs> so I'm assuming you went to a predominantly African-American school. Yes, yes. I grew up in, in, in uh, Ket the Kettering Largo area, PG County. Um, and I went to Largo High School. So, uh, so yes, we had, uh, you know what? I have trouble remembering my white classmates. And I, I apologize for that. But like, yeah, we may have 2%, maybe 98% black at that time. Wow. You know, PG County is turned around now. Now it's 86%. Uh, and, um, you know, but I think back in the 90s, uh, it, it was close. Oh, yeah, you went to school a long time ago. You know, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the reminder. You're um, welcome. As, okay, so let's, let's go to 10th grade and 11th grade and 12th grade and figure out why people didn't like you much. Uh, I so, knew why people didn't like me. Why? It was because the guy I was dating. What, was, was that? They thought you what? It was because of the guy I was dating. So you dated a guy for the three years you were in that high school? Just that we guy? dated for seven years. Mm. Okay. Okay. So this this is this is good. So you you're you you went to ninth grade in one school, and then when you yeah. got into it, the Atlanta school or in Georgia is when you found this guy that you dated for the next seven years. From the time yes. Were, so you were you were what? 15? Um, yeah, I was. So 15 to 22, you dated the same guy. Um, what did he do? How, how, how did that come about? Like, how did you guys even start talking? Um, one of my friends, actually, it's going to make me sound really shallow. One of my friends was like, hey, like, you should date Marvin. Um, his family has a lot of money. So I started talking to him. And then we just kind of hit it off from there. I mean, that sounds like really, really teenager of you, you know, like that could be the sole thing. Yeah. Him and his brother were like super popular. Mm -hmm. um, they had really nice cars. They did. They had a lot of money. Like their family came from money. They were Haitian. Okay. Um, so they were like really well known, um, super popular. So. And, and he was how much older than you? Um... He's only like a couple months older than me. His birthday oh, okay. is in like February. We're like same grade. Oh, February, okay. So, you, so, oh, so you're both a sophomore. Okay. All right. Yeah. And and talk to me about that relationship. Like, so you go out and he takes you where? Like the first time you remember. Our first date. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Happy Feet. And he's picking you up. So he, this is a driving date where he comes to pick you up and you go to the movies? Yeah, he had a very loud car, too. What kind of car are we talking? He had a Honda Accord, but it was, like, very well maintained. He had put a lot of money into it, but it was very loud. I always remember. I could always hear him driving up and driving away. He could never sneak in my house. And what, and what kind of music did he listen to? What's, what's he bumping? That's so funny because I still remember like the music that he used to play like that year. And 
there was a lot of Jeezy playing. Mm, okay, all right. I like it. Um, yeah, he played Jeezy like a lot. So I like remember just being in his car listening to that. And, and so what year are we talking about? Is this like 2006? 2006? Yeah, it's 2006. <laughs> see? And Jeezy was, was in his greatest form. So yeah. So yeah. I, I could see that. I could see that. Okay, cool. Um, so moving on from that, how does it get to the entire high school? How, how do you get through the entire high school experience with one boyfriend? That's, that's I mean, kind of wild. That's, is it? Yeah, that's that's wild. That's not. That's all I like knew. Like I didn't really like engage in like other, like I didn't entertain other people. So it wasn't like it was difficult. Not until we got to our senior year. What happened in senior year? What happened? Hello. What happened? Where we lived, um, our school that we went to had just opened in 2000. So a lot of people still had like school of choice. So his senior year, he went to um, another school. Okay. All right. So you're. Uh, how far away from that? Like, is this like a long distance thing or is this like down the street? <laughs> no. no, no, it's like down the street. Okay. Like, so the, where my house lit, where, where my house was, uh-huh. um, the side of the street I lived on was my like school. Like, so that was South side. And then if you cross the street, that would be Hiram. So like whenever we would stand out and wait for the bus, like, over my neighborhood, we'd be going to South, and there was like kids that lived directly across the street, but they were going to Hiram. Mm. So, so in this space, while you're in high school, I am a twenty-something, and I am old. To, ah, I'm going to Georgia quite frequently uh, during that time period, actually, while you're in high school. And what I remember is a lot of people telling me, "Ah, I live in Atlanta." Ah, I live in Atlanta. Okay, let's come out. Let's go. Let's go. You know, do this because I'm taking. Um, there was there was there was a a young lady that I managed uh, for 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 rap. She wanted to be a rapper, and we were out there quite frequently back and forth. And so, the the biggest takeaway I got from it, at people from saying they lived in Atlanta, really lived in Georgia at some part. Yeah, and it's very rare that you actually meet someone that's from Atlanta. Right, right. So, so what was annoying to me was uh, how spaced out everything is in Atlanta. Yeah, and super far. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a lot so, of trees. <laughs> yes, yes, and and um, and I and, and my roommate at the time, his sister uh, graduated from Bowie State, and then she moved to Atlanta, uh, started working for IBM, and they paid her, you know crazy money but she was in Atlanta and she got the hugest house I, I it was like an estate to me you know if I if I'm using and it just it didn't make any sense that that huge house could be so far in the middle of nowhere and don't ask me where in Georgia we are but I just remember lots of trees and then this house and, yeah. and she didn't pay but squat for it you know making uh-huh. those bajillion dollars for IBM. And that's my biggest takeaway of everybody in Georgia who, who chose to, to leave the area and go to the promised land, which at the time was 
Atlanta, Georgia, but it was really just Georgia with no bus transportation. Like the bus doesn't work like it does in, in Maryland. Like, no, Marta doesn't go outside of Atlanta. Like at all. Like the train does, but it okay. only goes like so far. But like the bus system does not. And, and I don't want to get, I don't want to disrespect Georgia. You know, like I had a lot of fun. It, it was some good times. There were some key sites. We went to this place called the Underground. Uh, yeah, it's lame now. It's lame now. It was pretty cool back then. And we're talking yeah, was, yeah I used to hear stories. My mom used to talk about it. My aunt was like, um, I guess you guys might be the same age. She was um, living her best life back then. So oh, Back then in them times, huh? <laughs> yeah, she was, she was kind of wilding during mm. that time. So she would like bring me around her friends and stuff like that. So that was fun. And I, and I forget where the mall we visited, but one of the guys I went with one time was like, hey, Joe, before we walk in this mall, I just want you to know every, every woman that you're looking at may or may not be a woman in this particular uh, mall. Yeah, and, there's a lot of trans, like the trans community is super like big in Atlanta. Like you will never be able to tell mm. just by looking at someone. And, and so, yeah, I couldn't remember. The, I couldn't remember the mall, but apparently they just pranced around there. Probably Linux. Just, just that mall. I couldn't understand why they would be at just that mall and not the underground. But uh, yeah, so so those are my those are my big uh, Atlanta stories and the and the Georgia stories. Like I could get I could go in depth and and really tell you about my nights there, and it could really get weird. But I want to know about you. So. Back to the young man that you spent seven years uh, on. Uh, uh-huh. So he goes to a different school. That really doesn't make sense because if I'm a teenager and I went to a one school in my uh, high school experience, and then in my senior year, I would. Well, he he didn't. He's his fresh. Like I said, the school opened in 2006, and we were both sophomores then. So okay. he went to Hiram originally. So he spent three year, two years at that school and then chose to go back to his original school. Yeah. His brother graduated from there. My brother actually graduated from Hiram. Uh, Hiram was kind of where more of the black population was at versus like my school was like kind of far out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So, so then what's your mix at your school? Uh, my school is definitely predominantly white. Um, it's about, I mean, it's probably like 80% white. So like opposite of what your school is now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Touche. So, so you continue this relationship through his senior year, which is kind of hard because you're at two different schools. Yeah. I'm, I can't remember, but we might have broken up during senior year. I don't remember, but I feel like we did. Okay. All right. Over what? what um, him being at a different school. And I was also, at that point, I was starting to talk to other people. Because mm, you're in your senior year at your school, where I assume you were kind of like the uh, queen bee of some sort? Going to... No, I told you, girls did not like me at my school. Mm. Okay. I had no... I had maybe like three girls that were my friends and that was probably it 
And and so let's unpack this dislike. Like where where did it come from? It came from the guy that's no longer there. Like I don't understand. He's yes. He was like very popular, and everybody wanted to be with him. And so they just didn't like me. And then I mean, he was part of the reason. Mm-hmm. And then I I didn't see it back then, but I guess a lot of people liked me when I was oh, at that school. Okay. Like I said, I didn't pay any attention to it. Like, I was unaware. It was just kind of whatever. I just didn't think that girls like me, and that was fine with me. I didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So we move on from that. And did you uh, graduate valedictorian from your high school or, you know? Um, No, I did not. (laughs) Not at all. I got okay. uh, my GPA was like a three point eight. Okay, not not bad, not bad. I mean, that's 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 up there. That's good. Yeah, you but know. there was like some kids in my school that like dedicated their lives to school. I think our Valley Victorian. I'm pretty sure she had like a four point two GPA. And that's... had like never missed a day of school in her life. Like she was like the epitome of like perfect student. I just like to boast that I did get the perfect attendance award every year uh, for school. I also, I also may or may not have dressed up in slacks and button-up shirts every day. Uh, oh, okay, interesting. In a public school, so. So you got teased. Lots. Uh, okay. Also carried a briefcase through uh, junior high school. Which, you know, I, I can talk about that in a later podcast. Like I said, I want to keep the focus on you. Um, so now we're making our way through. You're graduating um, and you're going off to college. Tell me what that college uh, choice was like. Like, where did you just have one college in mind? Did you apply to several? No. I, from when I was a little girl, had always wanted to go to Spelman. Like, that was my school. I was going to go to that school. Pause. Um, Pause. Yes. My daughter is now wearing a Spelman t-shirt quite often. She is 15. She is a, she was going to go to their little summer thing mm. to, to see about Spelman. Anyway, continue. Go ahead. Well, I toured the campus and I hated it. So I went on a tour. My friend at the time was going to this school down south, Georgia Southern, and I was like, all right, I'll go too. Me and my mom went toward the campus, loved it. I got that traditional campus feeling, like had a big football program. Um, So I applied when I was there and I got accepted. One school? One school, I only applied to one school. Did they offer any money? No. They said pay for this. Are, is it is it, it is is uh, Georgia Southern an HBCU? No, it is not. It is not. No. Okay. So what's the what was? We are the we are the real GSU for anyone listening that may have heard of Georgia State. They are the fake GSU. We were the first ones. So just oh. putting that out there. The okay. real GSU. Okay. And w- and what would be the mix of that school? Because I you know I'm unfamiliar with white. 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 It, was, it was a white school. Um, huge, like, fraternity, sorority, like, life on that mm. campus. Um, but the black community was, like, very small. It's pretty much stuck together. 
So yeah, I mean, it was like large, but the school was predominantly white. There was 20,000 people that went to that school. Right, right. So now we're talking about freshmen, Jeremy. And, uh, yes. Are you staying on campus? Um, yes, I was on campus. You were on campus, your freshman year. And where was boyfriend going to school at the time? Um, he was not in school. He did not go to college. He was at home working. Okay. All right. And how far was your college from boyfriend? Like four and a half hours. Okay. All right. Now we're, now we're getting somewhere that's going to be interesting. And, and I hope that uh, you can hang on with the honesty, full honesty here. Four and a half hours, boyfriend is from freshman tyranny. And now tyranny is seeing men. Like, you know, you, no offense to high schoolers, uh, but the, the, the wake up from high school freshmen to college freshmen is tenfold. If I'm being real, and I'll and I'll let you unpack. Maybe I'm making too much of it, but in my mind, yes, you do see, you know, elder classmen in in high school, 11th, 12th grade, seniors. They kind of have a thing, but it's nothing like the wake up from seeing being a freshman in college and then seeing the the line, at, you know, out of a fraternity. Yeah, that was a fun year. <laughs> Okay, so let me let me know about this fun year. Are you cheating on boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. Um. Yep. So I hope he never listens, cause I um. Well, like the first, cause I did summer classes, and then when I went back in the fall, um, I was actually dating two people at one time. So I was with this guy, Cameron. And I was still with my boyfriend. And what about Cameron got you? Uh, he was different. He was white one. Oh, but okay. he was just different. He, he like annoyed me. His actually I went to school with his cousin. Me and okay. his cousin went to the same high school and it's like he had like talked him up like, Hey, you like my cousin Cam, like everyone loves him. Cam was like one of those white boys that like that only hung out with black people. Okay. Okay. So was he? And he had his, like there were so many freshmen that year that a lot of like freshmen were living off campus. So he had an off campus apartment that he stayed in. Wait, wait. So he was, he was a freshman? Like cool he's, he's a freshman just like you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just assumed from the story that he was a, you know. Elder no. classman. Mm. Yeah, you know. I think he was. He is still older than me, though. Mm. Interesting. He was. What year did I graduate? He graduated like two years before me. I think. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so this freshman year, you're dating like two different people. Uh, they don't know about each other, of course. I assume. Mm, no. Mm. Keeping secrets. All right. All right. And now we're moving into your sophomore year. 
we used to. Oh, I didn't date Cameron my entire freshman year. Oh. oh. We broke up like first semester. Oh. So then who was next? Um, I definitely lived my best life during this time. So I didn't date anyone else. Just lived your best life. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to touch that just in case, you know, it's sensitive. Um, but I, I think I think we all know what living your best life means. And so we'll move on to sophomore year. <laughs> OK. All right. Um, sophomore year. Is there any uh, fraternity, sorority parties? I mean, did you are you doing oh, that kind of, of thing? Of course. OK. All right. All right. Um, yeah, like the, even though like it was small, like the black community, like it's very much prominent, like on our campus. So there was always parties to go to. Okay. And, and which fraternities parties would you enjoy more than others? Did, did you have a um, certain one? I would, there was a lot of Catholic parties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, parties at the Q's house. And that's kind of it. I mean, the Alphas had parties, but they were like older, so. So, like so who, who's better? Who's better, Kappa or or, or Q? The definitely the Kappas. The they Kappa. were like really into the um, like the entertainment, you know, like the promoters and stuff. A lot of them were doing that. Right. So they were like always were like holding parties. Agreed. Okay. All right. All right, so we're so we're moving through, and you're tasting a lot of nuke juice and all these things. I didn't. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, is there? What is what is boyfriend's reaction? Because now we we still have to talk about the boyfriend that's at home. That's not um, in college. We. I don't think we were together at this point. We broke up. Why did you break up? Um, I don't. No, I think we were just like growing apart at that time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We could have been still together. I'm not really sure. And so I, I just want to think. I, I I like to think that. Uh, oh no, we were definitely still together. Okay, I lied. <laughs> I I just like to think that you know there's there's a distinct difference and look please don't misunderstand me in the, in this cast uh for those of you who've never attended a college or a university um this is a point in your life where you are uh usually people are in a bubble you know in their bubble in their city uh exposed to this element and this one element for 18 years and a lot of times what happens at college is you meet a lot of different elements and a lot of different bubbles. And there's like so many bubbles in college because it's not predicated on the city that you grew up in or the, or the town that you live in, right? Uh-huh. There, there's, a, there's an elevation there, right? And, and something happens to people in college. So when you tell me that your high school boyfriend doesn't go to college, there would be something in that relationship that he could never understand. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and, yeah, and and then and for you, every time you guys see each other, you would have to relive the person you were 
prior to college for him to for you guys yes. to get along, right? Yes. There's a whole lot of noise. I'm I'm confused about what's Sorry. going on right now. Sorry, I just realized that I never closed the garage, but I opened the uh, you went out. It's just been open. It, it, you never closed the garage. Okay. I'm in. I'm in the garage. Yeah. Oh, you got fancy alarm systems and such. Sorry, I now finished going outside. All right. So, so now, so now, boyfriend is still. Y'all are hanging on by a thread because we're at your sophomore year of college, right? Yes. And you are still virginous and, and uh, all that. I'm, I'm still what? <laughs> Pass. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so then how does it end? Tell me, tell me the conversation that you guys have that you end boyfriend. Because it has to end because we're going to enter your junior year. And you said seven years, so. It was during, was it during our junior No, I guess. Right when my junior year started. So, um, like I said, he was still living back home. Um, and Marvin was, like, super obsessed with his car. Like, that was his thing. Like, he was always, like, with his car at car meets, like, with his brother. Like, he was always doing something with his car. So that's the point where he... But would like not respond when I like got home and then I was like all right so I'd go back down to southern and then that's when he would like want to hit me up and like mm -hmm. no so then at one point we were actually broken up because there was this girl that he was involved in we broke up a lot so just okay no. And and that's and that's what I was going back to earlier. You know, you talking about a relationship that lasts seven years when you when you started at fifteen. I mean, in in teenager time, there there is always going to be breakups and makeups and you know people not knowing what they want. So uh, for it to last seven years, I mean, that's pretty significant. Um, so, yeah. So this girl. <laughs> okay. Um, he was like with her and they broke up and then me and him had got back together and then I remember he came over and I was like I'm ending this relationship with him like this like we're done like and before I could say anything he broke up with me because he said the girl was pregnant with his child so Ooh. wow that's how that ended. Okay. Okay. So he's got a baby on the way. And it has to end. Okay. All right. All right. So, so, so it, it wasn't secure that time. Did it turn out to be his kid? No, she was lying. Oh, but, but, the, but your relationship for real ended at that point then? Yes. Okay. All right. So all this time, I never, uh, I never went back to it, but I want to, I want to discuss like, uh, kind of like the relationship with your parents. Like I want to, I want to, you, you said your dad, uh, was, you know, uh, in, in the military for 26 years, right? Uh -huh. 
So that caused you to move around and around and around. Um, was your dad a, a big part of your growing up or did you rarely see him? Was he deployed? Like, tell me about um, that. Not really. Um, like my dad was around, but uh, like once like 9-11 hit, like that's when like we saw a whole lot less just with like okay. deployments. Um he lived in Korea for a whole year and like he was deployed like two or three times and each deployment was like 15, 18 months. Um, so yeah, like okay. once I like, and then when we moved back to Georgia, he was actually um, stationed in Augusta, which is actually where my mom is from. Uh, Augusta is about two and a half, three hours away from like where we lived. So he would live down there in Augusta during the week and he'd come home on the weekends. So like after that point, like my dad kind of wasn't around, especially when we lived in Hawaii, he was okay. pretty much deployed that whole entire time. All right. So, so then predominantly you're dealing with your mother, like your mother's the everything. Yeah. And, and how long are you, have your parents been married? Um, on July 1st, it'll be 32 years. Whew. So kudos to them, you know, living through uh, what you explained as your dad being deployed a lot in, in 2000, like on. Um, but uh -huh. so so talk to me about your your relationship with your mom then. Like she's like the everything. She's got how many kids? Four. Four kids. One girl, three boys. Okay, so she's got the easy life with the three and then there's you. How was mom's yes. relationship with you? <laughs> um, mine relationship with my mom got really, it changed like right when I was in high school. Um, there was a lot of resentment there because she had my little brothers. At the time, they were like, maybe when we moved from Hawaii, they were three, I think. So they were like still young. So like my dad wasn't around and my mom was like going through postpartum depression. Okay. So she like left my brothers with us a lot. Um, so like that's kind of like where my resentment started. And then of course I was a teenage girl. Yep. I'm going to like fight with my mom. Like that's just what we did. Um, at one point she like wanted to send me away. Like you, we had a very rocky relationship. Were, were you sneaking boys in the house? Maybe. Maybe or, or factually. That was a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's parts of you that understand her angst against you, right? Well, I mean, now, yes. Okay, but not at the time. You're like, it's not a big deal. You're doing, you're living your best life. Um, yeah. Talk to me about college. Uh, were, were there any, you know, did you touch base with mom? Like, did she call? Did she come up? Like, what, what was that like? My mom, my mom and my older brother have, like, a really, like, close relationship. Like, they, like, talk all the time. Like, right now, like, he's the favorite child because he has kids. But, like, that's always been her favorite child. But she, <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait, which, which brother? Which brother? Because of my the three. oldest brother. Your oldest brother is the favorite. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay, all right. Um, but I don't remember what I was saying. 
I was, I was. Oh, she wanted that relationship with me. Like she okay. wanted me to call her every day. Like it just like that was weird to me. Wait, so, so you're so you're the youngest sibling? I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm the middle child. The middle. Yes, because the twins are the same age. Okay. So my older brother is two years older than me. My brothers are twelve years younger than me. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. And the oldest one is the favorite. So then mom trying to like, she wanted that relationship. So she would come up to college or she would call a lot. No, my mom hardly ever visited me when I was at school. Okay. Um, she'd probably only come like once a year. And that was like my first, well, that was up until like my sophomore year. She would like come drop me off, like move me in and stuff. And then like after that, I was kind of just on my own. Mm. Um, I did also take a semester off my sophomore year. Okay. So my spring semester, I was at home working. Then I went back to school. Why did you take a semester off? <laughs> in full transparency, I was on probation because I'd gotten in trouble with my grades. Yikes. Okay. I was Go ahead. partying a lot because I never knew that lifestyle. My parents were super strict on me. Right. So I like literally had never gone to a party in high school. The only time I ever asked to go out was my graduation night. My mom said no. So I literally never went out when I was in high school. So I don't right. know like what those parties are like. Hey, look, I, I'm connecting with you on this issue because I also suffered from that. Like I told you, I went to school, a large part of school. I, I would read, I would be, have my head in a book walking from class to class and I wore slacks and button ups and carried Nerd. a briefcase. So, so a large part of my high school experience was, you know, there was none. So when I got to University of Maryland, I was, yeah, yeah. I too was on academic probation. <laughs> and uh what was your yeah. concent what was your concentration uh what was it what was your um at that time i originally went to school i wanted to be a nurse and then when i found out how much math i had to do which i'm not good at math like at all okay. i became a public relations major i can see that um and then i later switched to um Kinesiology. Kinesiology, which is, in my right. words, advanced carpet flying. So, I really. Advanced what? Advanced carpet flying. You know. Oh. Yeah. Kinesiology. I don't, I don't know what that means. But um, it's, <laughs> my particular study was public health and epidemiology. Okay. So, like, the study of diseases and stuff. Okay. All right. So, so now we're here and you don't have a boyfriend and you're in a whole university. Uh, well, or, so you took the sabbatical. You said you took, took the semester off. Did you go back or you never went back? No, I definitely went back. Okay. All right. And you picked up with no boyfriend or did you still have him and then you got rid of him? I'm confused. 11. Um, that was it. That was my sophomore year. So we okay. broke up the beginning of my, so at the end of that probation, when I was going back to, nope. 
I don't remember. We weren't together at that point. Okay. All right. So, so we're talking about a junior year where you have no boyfriend. And after probation, how does your mindset change? Well, Marvin and I broke up like that summer. Okay. Um, that was like my sophomore year. So I was going into my junior year when we broke up. Okay. Um, but I was just like, okay, like I was heartbroken. That was my first love. Like, dang, he broke up with me because he's having a child with someone else. Like, boo who was still in my feelings. Um, and then I was at home working that summer and I met this other guy. Mm. Mm. Okay, so at home in still in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Another guy. Okay. Yeah. And what's what's his game? Like what what attracts you to him? Um, well we worked together at the time and he was just like cool. He was like real quiet at work. So I just wanted to get to know him a little bit more. And the bad thing about it is my I knew my friend really liked him. So we kind of ended our friendship when she found out that we were dating. Okay, and what and what year are we talking about? Is this is This is going into my junior year, so I'm twenty two at this point. Okay. Alright, so This is the year twenty twelve. 2012. Okay. All right. So, uh, did we work at the same place? No? Yeah, we worked at a movie theater together. He was a manager. Okay. And I was just on the floor. Okay. All right. So, there was something special about him, and how long did this relationship last? Mm-hmm. Um, like, 10, 11 months, maybe. Okay. Why did we end this relationship? Um, we ended this relationship because he started at the time. I didn't know, but he... I was living with him, so let's start off there. So when I was going into my junior year, we started dating that summer. Um... And, like, we were always together, like, always together. He was always down at my school, and it was, like, a huge distraction. Like, I never went to class because he was, like, always around. So then we went to the next semester. I left school. I was still enrolled in school, um, but I moved in with him. And then... And we're still working together. So we go home together. We go to work together. We work the same schedule. We were always together. Um, it was like a super toxic relationship. We were always arguing and like physically fighting each other. And mm-hmm. then one night he like told me he wasn't in love with me anymore. Mm. And so I moved out. Okay. Um, at that point, because my parents didn't know that I wasn't at school. Um, so at that point, they came in, no, okay. I, yeah, so we broke up and I moved back in with my parents.
parents still had a house there. So I okay. moved back into their house. My cousins were living there at the time. Um, and, and I don't know. I can't really remember the timeline of this. Okay. But it got to a point, like, I got super depressed. And so my parents came and got me. They were living in Maryland at the time. Right. And then so that, oh, they had found out. Okay. They found out Chandler and I broke up. Okay. So they came and got me. Like Chandler um, Bing? Like me up to Maryland. Friends? Like Chandler Bing from Friends? Like Chandler? That wasn't his last name, but yes, I, Yes. Like there's um, some... Yeah. Uh, was he white? No. Oh, there's a black guy named Chandler? Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Well, um, so they came and got me. I like moved all my stuff up there. No, because there's a lot to this story. Okay, go ahead. Like, there's just a lot that like happened. So I moved, came back up here. My parents were like, "All right, like you have to get a job. Like you're up here now." And I was like, "All right," because at this point, I had told them um, I was signed up for summer classes, and at that point, I hadn't been going to school for an entire year. And they flunked me out. So I couldn't go back to school for five years. I was on another academic oh probation. Oh, my. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they found all that out, of course, they were pissed. Move me up here. Right. You have to get a job. During this time, I'm still talking to him. He, like, even though he told me he's in a relationship with someone else, I didn't know who it was at the time. I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm in love with him. Like, I didn't care. So I left one day okay. and I drove all the way back to Georgia. My parents cut me off. Um, my uncle was gracious enough to let me live at his house, but okay. that was a rough like two weeks because I like had no type of money. My parents were no longer financially supporting me. Uh-huh. So that was interesting. And at that point I found out who he was dating. Um, got into a altercation. I tried to fight him and her while holding a baby. Um, so yeah, after that point, I was done. I just, I Whoa, still had no, 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 you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna yada yada me. We gotta go, we gotta talk about this. You're holding a baby, you're- Yeah, I used to babysit my friend's baby. And so I like went up to the job because she worked with us as well. Right. And then I went because I wanted to talk to her because I wanted to let her know that her boyfriend was a piece of shit and like they weren't going to last long. I just I wanted answers because he wasn't like answer. I wanted to know like how long it was going on because people were like telling me that they were messing around while we were still together and like when I was living in his house. So I just wanted answers and like he tried to stop me from talking to her. So I just tried to fight both of them. With a baby in your hand though. Uh-huh. Pretty sure that's not. Listen, I'm not proud of the things that I did. Okay. All right. It was and necessary you- at that point in time. Okay. All right. All right. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna respect that and move on from it. But I want to know, basically, from you, did she listen to you after? Like, did she? No. Um, I later found out that she was pregnant, and they were, like, engaged. So they were living, like, their happy life. 
I was like super depressed because at that point um, we got into like a physical fight at work. Okay. He like came up because I, like I said, I lived with him. Mm -hmm. So I still had things at his house. Like I had a refrigerator that I bought, I had a TV that I bought with my money that I wanted back. And like I had clothes and stuff still over there. And so like I was like texting him like, hey, like I just want my stuff back. Like and he came up to the job and I was like, Chandler, like I just want my things back. And he called me a bitch and I started fighting him. And then he like threatened to do harm to like me and like my family. So he was like gonna go to the house I was staying at with my family and like try to fight my cousins. And it was just like, okay. So I filed a police report against him, called my parents and they came and got me the next day. And I moved back to Maryland. And so now you're in Maryland. I'm in and, Maryland now. And I, and I assume that being in Maryland, you had to get a different job. You're not at a movie theater anymore, right? No. So you started a different job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at this different job, did you then meet someone else? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and at this different job, did you meet someone else and start dating someone else or did it was it super cash? Um no, I had a boyfriend that I dated that was in the same store as me. Hmm. He was in AP. Mm. Um yeah. That was a nice relationship. Like it lasted about 9 months. So at this point like I had this wreck. I was like, "All right, and whoa, whoa, whoa. You, after you Marvin go over a year. See, listen, listen. We have we have folks listening in Germany now in the cast, right? And they don't know what the hell an AP is. What is an AP? Um, it's assets protection, like somebody like security person. Ah. So you started dating a security person at your place of employment. Yes. And how long did this relationship last? Nine months. Like a baby. Nine like months. Like a baby. Nine months. Rocked it to sleep. Was it a good nine months? Um, yeah, until I found out that he was a liar and a cheater as well. Yikes. And yikes. He had a lot of different relationships with a lot of different people that I found out later. Okay. All right. So we're moving on from that relationship. That was like your first okay. relationship back in Maryland in the swing of things. Are we talking like 2012, 2013? What are we talking? 2013. 2013. Okay. All right. All right. So we're moving on from that relationship and we're going to, uh, Pretty, yeah, 2013. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there, is there another relationship? No, after? I didn't start dating Chris until 2014. Mm. Okay. So so after Chris, we're talking, what, 2015? Yeah, and then I dated this guy, Patrick, that worked at my store, too. But I only dated him because I wanted to make Chris jealous. <laughs> Did it work? Listen, no, it didn't. Listen, and, and now we're 10 years removed from the sophomore that had no friends because people didn't like her in high school. And I'm beginning to see a pattern of not likingness if you're only dating somebody for only reasons, like you seem like Queen Petty right now. Like I'm, 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 well, I'm close to it. I'm close to it. I'm pressing the button and I'm looking at the whole litany of work. When I stand back and look at it, mm, mm, you, you only dated somebody. So, 
you only dated somebody so somebody else would be jealous. Yes. That's like admirable petty, but okay. All right. So we're moving on from that. What I want to get to is something that I already know, but our audience does not. Okay. I want to talk about how you go so long without the good stuff. <laughs> um, Can I don't go? know. Yeah, sure. I just, I don't understand it. And, and if people are having trouble getting with me, the good stuff is... Uh, well, Sexual God, intercourse. Right, right, right. So... I think people need to know, like, so the relationship, Chris is gone. Uh, there, there's the, there's the guy that doesn't matter. And then I dated this other guy, mm -hmm. um, Troy, that was uh, a couple of years younger than I was. Okay. So you were rocking um, the boat. All right. Uh, yeah. And then I, like we broke up and I haven't been in a relationship since then. Mm, okay. All right, but then you found a friend, though. Like, you found a friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you found this friend, and this friend was very special. You spent a lot of time with this friend, right? Yeah. But I did. But then you were also celibate. So, yeah. Special. Um, okay, go ahead. I mean, so mine and his relationship kind of started off like he was like super into like the church and so I don't know it just never really came up and like I was just comfortable with it because like I know if he like genuinely like to hang out with me without me having sex with him like I knew that he like genuinely wanted to be with me but that didn't make you want to have sex with him um, I mean, there was times, like, it definitely got close, but no, we did not have sex. And that was on him or you? Um, mm, I guess on him. Okay. And that didn't drive you nuts? It's super weird. Super weird that you could go from uh, a college story where you're living your best life because you were living your best life. And, and like in between, um, like when I first moved to Maryland, uh, I went a couple months, but there was like, I would like normally like just go without, like I, only when I was like at school, like when I attended school, mm -hmm. was I, like after that, I never had sex without being in a relationship. Okay. All right. All right. Admirable. Admirable. But... How long did the uh, friendship that we're talking about here, this uh, guy that was, uh, I guess, Christian, and yeah, how long did that go on, that back and forth? Um, a little bit, like a year and, like a year and a half. But like, he like still like hits me up. I have seen him recently, so. But we're not what we used to be. Okay. All right. All right. So I want to go deeper. I, I really need to ask because 
there are okay. certain there are certain uh there's just uh i don't want to call it a protocol but there is a cadence to sexual activity right like we'll call it uh steps in the right direction because okay. because when you're when you're immature you're calling it first base second base third base right uh-huh and i assume that in your year and a half you got to first base yeah and second base mm-hmm. was there a third base rounding the home and somebody just said okay that's enough like um, yeah kind of and 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 so i'm real careful uh, I always preface my my 2020 stuff uh, because we're in that. I said I think we're in a different time period. I always go back to the Michael Jackson, the way you make me feel. If you look at that video, you'll understand how far we've come with. Uh, I just I guess male mochismo, uh, catcalling, and and uh, kind of like misogyny in general. If you look at the way you make me feel, Michael Jackson is full on thrusting at a woman who's in a high skirt or a short skirt and heels. And I brought this up in other podcasts, but you know, I'm real careful not to say like, Oh yeah, you wanted it. And then you say you didn't. Um, but in this case, I'm like, this is a relationship you've had for a year and a half. And it's obviously uh, one that, where there's a physical attraction, right? Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, how in the hell is this not a thing? Like, how does that turn into now two years Yeah. for you? Yeah, two years. It's two years back in May. I don't know. It just, I, it just happened that way. And, like, it got to the point where, like, it bothered me because it just, I don't know, like, we never really, like, talked about anything serious, like, ever. Like, we weren't dating. We were just, like, hanging out. And so, like, I got to a point where I'm like, all right, well, I'll start treating you like a friend if we're just hanging out. I called him my friend one time, and he didn't like that very much. But that's all it was. It was a friendship. Okay. All right. So I'm having real trouble because now I just I just uh, finished talking with somebody who's going through a tough situation. And they were asking my advice on this tough situation. Like they're uh-huh. like looking for how it's going to end up. And I'm saying that in this tough situation, without putting them, their business out there, 98% is going to suck. Like this is probably going to be the worst thing that ever happened to you, right? But in that worst thing that ever happens to you, uh, you're, either go- you're, you're either going to change or you're going to be broken. Both of those things are good though broken doesn't sound good but but a change is going to happen like things need to shift a shift needs to be made and that's why you're going through that that crazy thing so if i'm asking you how do you go from living your best life and being that free and wild spirit to being okay with being celibate for two years like is there something in there that everybody's missing because I guarantee you, from hearing the story straight out, just how we've laid it out right now, nobody understands how the hell you could go two years without the good stuff. You know? Like, having had it. I don't it, know. It just, it just happened that way. 
but but it's still- I just I desired I wanted to be in a committed relationship with someone and so I just I'm not as friendly as I was when I was younger <laughs> well put well put but what what about your old lifestyle did you not like like you said you were living your best life I mean, you practice, yeah. you, you, that's your words, not mine. And everybody knows what that means, right? But what about living your best life is not your best anymore? Mm, I grew up. Like, it just got old. Mm. Like, I just desired more. I was getting older. Like, I was raised in the South. So, like, a lot of people were getting married and stuff like that. So, like, all right, I'm going to calm down. And then, like, of course, it was the environment that I was in, too. So, when I left Southern, I just I came up here. So, I started living with my parents, which was a first since I was 18. So, I had to adjust to the life here. And then, I don't know, I got, I got um, complacent with the relationship. And so... It just didn't bother me. And then time just kind of went by. Okay. All right. And we're talking about two years. So in 2018, who was the last? What? Um, the younger guy that I dated that broke up with me because he didn't know that I was moving. And this is in Georgia? No, this is here in Maryland. Oh, here in Maryland. In 2018, yeah, two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. So so he's the last person. He is. No, I'm lying to you. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go. That's what I wanted to know. You know, I was <laughs> lying to you. you know I'm after it. I'm after um, it. There was this guy that um, he liked me since I was in high school, except he went to that school mm-hmm. that my boyfriend went to his senior year. He went to Harm. Okay. Um, so like, and he graduated with my brother. So he was older. Than, he was like two years older than me, I think. So mm-hmm. like, I never really paid attention to him. He worked at Dagger, so I always saw him whenever I was there with Marvin. Um, and then like once Marvin and I broke up, he was like kind of just, he was kind of just like texting me and like stuff. So I had gone home for my best friend's wedding, and when I went back. Like, I was flying back home. I got a hotel room, and that's the last time. And so, and so that's what's so interesting, because that's the last time, but you made it happen. You, got a, you, 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 you implied that in that story, you are then the reason it happens. So well, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to have some... There, there's, there's some, I think there's a story behind why you shut it off at that point when you're so good at making it happen. You, you just chose not to make it happen anymore. It's, it's, I guarantee you there's somebody that's racking their brain while they're listening. Like, how is this possible? It's not humanly possible to do that, to stop. Yes, it is, because I did it. I agree. You have done it. And, and I feel like that's a roller coaster on the incline that never goes down. And if you know anything about physics, what goes up 
it, it must come down. Like you have to. 9.8 meters per second. I'll never forget it, you know, because that was my major going into high school, uh, going into college. It was physics. Like what goes up, it has to come down and it has a speed to it, you know, and a velocity and, and everything has to make sense. And right now I'm saying that your roller coaster is just going up and up and up and up yeah and and a year is 365 days so let's let's keep it all the way real we are talking uh-huh. about 400 plus days of just nothing. nothing 600 yeah yeah 700 Cold years right and continues yeah there has to be a down to this roller coaster or I am not satisfied as a human being. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> or as a scientist or as a regular, regular, just everyday guy. Whatever. Um, because, because, because it's gone up and down uh, previously, right? Like the roller coaster has gone around, loop-de-looped, mm-hmm. zigzagged, and done all kinds of things. And now it just goes up. up. So anyway, I I just I, I want to define some defining moment, and I guess I'm missing it. You know, if I, if I there was there's no defining moment. It just I'm just having I don't know. I felt I feel now that like someone has to be worthy of me to have that part of me. So. I'm not just willing to just give it to just anyone. And I also don't make really an effort to meet people, so. Kudos to you, Miss Tierney. Kudos to you. Mm-hmm. I, I think you've been very gracious in your responses and, and very honest, and I appreciate your time. Coming up on my uh, human attention uh, button, so, you know, I have to end it here. I feel like there's so much more I can learn from you and so many more places I could take it. But you've given me uh, more than I thought you would. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess uh, happy celibacy, in a sense. Thanks. If that is even a thing. Happy celibacy. I'm yeah. happy. Okay. All right. Well, that's what matters. <laughs> you know, and there and there's no judgment behind that. I I did I did want to go deeper with with you and mom because I I have the privilege of you know the curtain. Like I drew. I think one of our very first walks together, uh, you kind of alluded to something, and I want to talk about mom more, like her calling you and saying when you're going to give her grandbabies and stuff like that. Like. I don't know if I'm speaking mm-hmm. out of turn, but I do. I do want to. I want to go there uh, some more. And I'm. What I do with these podcasts is, since I do uh, put it in Pro Tools, I'm going to send you the raw, and you just tell me what I can post and what I need to blurt out. You know, and, it, and it'll be cut out like okay. we stop the conversation. All right. Uh, but thank you for your time. Okay. All right. And I and I am gonna have You're fun. Welcome. I'm gonna have fun picking a music for you because I'm not sure. Anyway, thank you and good night. Good night. <laughs>